You're listening to Together by AGCI. I'm Marissa Butterworth. Today, we have the opportunity to hear from two AGCI adoptive moms that have recently returned from a visit to Ethiopia and the AGCI Tim Tebow Foundation House of Hope. I virtually tagged along thanks to their social media posts, but I am so excited to hear about their experiences and the stories that they've returned with. Carrie Dawson is the mom of four school-aged children, two of whom she and her husband, Nate, adopted from Africa. She says that their adoption journey changed her entire worldview and deepened her understanding of God's love for us all. Carrie works as a nurse and is a gifted photographer and decorator. Camille Bendick is the mom of four children, the youngest, Lila, adopted from Ethiopia at age five. When Camille and Matt said yes to God's call to adopt, they never knew how transformative the experience would be for them. Camille teaches kindergarten and loves traveling, the outdoors, reading, and spending time with friends and family. I hope that you all enjoy hearing from these women as much as I do. All right. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. I told you both separately, but I am seriously so excited to hear from you both. I like I just was saying, I like stalked your social media for posts while you were in Ethiopia. I'm not even joking. I wish I was, but I'm just so excited that you guys are here. I'm I am ecstatic to hear more about the home and your experiences and just all of it. So welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank We're excited you. to be here. Yes. Very. Thank you. Uh, so I have to like basically um like just talk through you guys were at the Tim Tebow Foundation, AGCI House of Hope. You also did other things that you can share as you would like. Um, I, like I said, I'm totally jealous because I love our, my coworkers that run it. I see pictures and hear stories of the girls and I've just fallen in love with Ethiopia because my daughter's from there as well. So, um, can you both just tell us a little bit about about um, like what you were doing there and why this was an important trip. Yeah, it was incredible to be back in Ethiopia again. Uh, Camille and I met 10 years ago when we were adopting our daughters from Hannah's Hope. And um, we just created a close bond then. And we've kept in contact over the years. And so we always dreamed of bringing our girls back. Um, so it was really special. I love it. Yeah, Carrie reached out to me, I guess, earlier this summer and said, hey, what are you doing in August? And I'm like, nothing much. So <laughs> we had talked about our, on our last trip to Gambello, the right age to bring our girls back, which is now. And we saw that they were ready and uh, we know how important it is for them to see where they're from return to their home country yes. and experience all of that and have some of their questions answered. Um, so it was just the right time. And we got to, we, didn't, we weren't able to go to Gambela. So we stayed in Addis Ababa. And then we also had the chance to spend some time with their birth families, which really wow. felt like a true miracle to yes. us. Yes, um, It was, it was wonderful. So, and then of course, some time at, at House of Hope. So 
And then Carrie was there an extra week. So she even had more time. I was just <laughs> yeah. there a week. She was there too. Oh my gosh. So It's so cool. This, it's this so thing. cool. And can I ask, are you guys comfortable with telling me how old both of your girls are? Oh yeah. My daughter's 12 and a half. And Lila <laughs> is 15. Okay. So that was like a good age and stage for your girls. That's great to know. I'm taking notes over here. So <laughs> it, it was special to see the bond the two girls created after, you know, reuniting. So it was all around amazing. I love it. I yeah, love they, it. Yeah. They didn't know, even though they were both from Hannah's Hope, they were so little. And because mm-hmm. there was a little age difference um, between them, they weren't really in the same um, house at Hannah's Hope. So this was their first, we had them FaceTime once before yeah. <laughs> and which was kind of awkward. And yeah. they thought I can imagine for doing yeah, it. They're like, Oh my gosh. So we were a little nervous, but they spent about, it literally took two minutes and then they were glued to oh one gosh. another the whole time. Yeah. I yeah. love it. That's like, so <laughs> it's so perfect and special. And I love that they could, even though they didn't, you know, have memories of each other, like that they, there is obviously something there and that they could experience all of that mm-hmm. together is a really, um, special gift. I don't know. That seems really yeah. cool that they would be able to be there together. So I would love to hear, um, your first impressions of the home. Like, um, what were you expecting when you got there? And then what was it like to actually walk in? What hit you first? Uh, I think for me, um, the thing that really stood out is that the house of hope is a home. It's not an institution. Mm. It's beautiful. It's clean. Um, I think what struck me immediately besides the smiles on the girls' faces were my eyes went directly to Inat and Martha, and they were um, the two caretakers of the girls that were there. And I just kind of burst into tears because they Mm. took care of Elsa 10 years ago. And it just really, I, I really think that Elsa did so well because they taught her how to love, how to trust. And, um, it just really immediately, I just, they remembered her and I remembered them and it was just so special. Oh my gosh. I would have been crying my eyes out. I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And for me, it really was just as I envisioned it to be. Um, I envisioned it to be somewhat similar to Hannah's hope and it was, just that it was warm and welcoming, inviting, clean, organized, and like Carrie, I had I had tears in my eyes before we got even got out of the car. Just being there, and the doors were open, and the girls had this celebration for us. Oh, they had made kidding. welcome signs. There were cheering. I think they were singing a song. They yeah. threw confetti. Yeah. What? And <laughs> I, I was trying not to melt into a puddle of tears because here I thought we were going to be the ones to immediately make them feel so loved that they beat Whoa. us to it and got yeah. to that first. And so yeah. it was, it was very, it was very special. It's very memorable for sure. Oh my gosh. I'm like, even now I'm even more jealous. I'm like, what? You got confetti? <laughs> It was, it was, it was a celebration. I Mm -hmm. love it. And I love that they were thoughtful and did that. So, Mm -hmm. um, just for anyone listening, that's wondering what Hannah's hope is. Does, do one of you want to fill them in or should I? Um, well, Hannah, Um, Hannah's hope was 
the transition home that all God's children had for our children that were going to be adopted when adoption was open internationally in Ethiopia. And it was a truly a place of healing and not only um, building up health and, Mm. um, you know, healing from what's happened in their past, but really just transitioning the kids to be, be ready to be in a new family. And so it was so special. And a lot of the staff who worked at Hannah's Hope now work at House of Hope. And so it's, it's amazing just the commitment these people have to children. So, yes. And they were, I'm with you. Like I credit the caregivers that were with Harper for like her being able to attach to us and like holding her look at that. She was so loved and taken care of. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, to, to see the caregivers right there, I think I would have just, yeah. Totally broken down, but that's, that's yes. Hannah's hope. And it, it's not, um, it's not there anymore at this point because, uh, international adoption is closed down right now in Ethiopia. So we had to close Hannah's hope, but house of hope is doing something very special and unique. So, um, how did both of your girls react to visiting the home? Were, uh, you guys able to like participate in any special projects or like, it sounds like you interacted with the girls at the home right away. What were they working on and what did you get to dive into? Um, well, our, our girls were so excited to go be there. Um, and they were welcomed right away. It was, uh, special to see the house of hope girls sing for us and do a little program for us. And also we played games with them and the staff interactive games and, um, everybody was laughing and cheering and having fun. Uh, and it was really special because our girls, you know, when it was time to rest or time to, um, eat, our girls wanted to go with them. So we, we spent all wow. day with them, right, Camille? We kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. I love that. So you guys got to eat with them and just participate in their day. We really did. Um, we just kind of walked in and, and just participated alongside whatever they were doing. And our girls, there was no apprehension, no nerves. I know Lila kept asking, even before we left, for Ethiopia. When are we going to see the girls? When are we going to see the girls? Oh. And we got there several times a day. When are we going to see the girls? So she and Elsa could not wait. And they, I think, ran into <laughs> the House of Hope and yes. jumped right in. And so the, their their first reaction was just one of excitement and just wanting to be be with them. Mm-hmm. I love it. So what kind of things did you do? I saw, did you guys bring manicure kits? I feel like I saw <laughs> nails painted in pictures. <laughs> so what kind of activities were they working on besides the manicures? <laughs> well, uh, we joke that um, the girls taught our daughters how to pray and worship. Yes. And we taught them how to do nails. That's perfect. That's like... <laughs> The balance we're bringing, I guess, but yeah, no, it was, it was, we had a lot of fun doing that. Some, also some drawing activities, right? You know, you guys did a lot of um, mm-hmm. art and nails and all the good we stuff. We did, we did um, some outdoor games, which was so fun. It was led by the staff. Oh, good. It, it was just a simple game of throwing these balls into a bucket but it was actually very hard and we broke up into teams and it got very, 
fiercely competitive. It was, it, I'm sure. It was very fun. I, it was really some of the most fun I'd, I'd had in a long time. Yes. So we did that in the art. Oh, we did. We made some uh, bracelets and necklaces with the girls. Oh, I love it. It was just mm-hmm. a sweet time. And like Carrie said, they, they, they had a prayer and worship time. And our girls just jumped in. And even though there was a language barrier, it didn't didn't phase them at all. They just sat right alongside, joined that circle. And that for me was one of the sweetest moments getting to witness that because I really saw how dedicated those special mothers are to mm-hmm. giving those girls that foundation of you are loved, you are loved by God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he will see you through your pain mm-hmm. and give you peace and strength. So that was a yeah. very tender moment for all of us. Yeah. It was also, it was also special to see them just have fun. Um, one, one of the days we actually loaded 22 people in a van. So we're all like sardines in this van. Oh my gosh. That's and impressive. Got, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we got to go on a field trip with the girls and I swear kids are just the same everywhere, no matter what. So yep. at, we're at the park, everybody's playing and playing and playing. And of course the girls get a hold of my phone and I have about a thousand selfies, just like my daughter does. <laughs> oh my, my gosh. Phone. I love it. So uh, yeah. And then we went out to a little fast food restaurant for Ethiopia, I guess. So it was kind of like an in and out. It's called enjoy burger. Oh, <laughs> <just> served chicken, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it was that just, sounds it was, just perfectly yeah. Ethiopian. Yes, very much so. <laughs> So, you know, we got to sit in the little booths and talk with all the girls and they're asking, you know, what's my favorite color? You know, what's my son like to do? They started asking a lot of questions about my son who was there too. So that was oh, kind of fun, fun to see. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it was great. It was great. I love it so much. I love just like that little snapshot of a day there and that you guys mm-hmm. got to participate. And the team there, like our staff there are competitive. So I, <laughs> I'm know. impressed. Yes. I'm like, I can yes. see, but that's so fun. I love, um, I mean, I love that example of everyone being involved and playing because that's where connection happens. That's where um, kids start Mm -hmm. to let down their guard and feel safe. And, you know, that's a really special moment that you guys got to participate in. So Mm -hmm. I know, obviously, Ethiopia is close to all of our hearts on this call for obvious reasons because of our kids. And I'm guessing um, that you have both been watching this kind of project unfold over the last couple of years. What did it um, feel like to experience it in person after hearing about it or seeing pictures of it? What did it feel like for you? Um, well, I was hearing a lot about the TBRI model that AGCI is using that I feel like is just transformative in all ways. Mm-hmm. Um, not only to know that the staff there are trauma-informed and aware, but to see the actual TBRI approach take place in mm-hmm. the lives of these girls is truly transformative. It's, it was amazing really to see that. These girls came in scared, hurt, severe abuse, mm-hmm. and to just see that there truly is a place of healing that's taking place and people that are invested in their lives and their mm-hmm. uh, future. So, I love that. What about you, Camille? Um, for me, experiencing the House of Hope really confirmed what I already knew to be true, and that's just AGCI's dedication. 
uh, to serving children and families. Um, the love is there. The attention to detail is there. Mm-hmm. The passion for serving is there. The organization is there. And I, I, I just can't say enough good things about the staff. Mm-hmm. They really, I, I just had such admiration for what they're doing and how professional they are and how serious they take their job while balancing fun with these girls because they've been through so much. And that's a difficult balance, I think, to, to be doing something that's so serious, such serious work, but then they're relaxed too. And they, that, I think the girls pick up on that, Mm -hmm. they're, that they're relaxed. And I think that's what lets them to have fun and to be kids. And so that was but really impressed me. And just the fact that they also want to take serving these children, extend it to their families Mm -hmm. too. So Mm -hmm. just watching that be the focus. um, It was just incredible, but you know, we, we know how great AGCI is. And so (laughs) also I think the transparency AGCI communicates um, Mm. in these projects and missions through House of Hope it was just as it's been explained and we just got to see it up close. I'm so glad because that's part of what I do. I mean, I'm not in charge of that, but I'm so glad that it was what it, what we've said it is, especially Mm -hmm. when I haven't been there yet, but I do know Mm -hmm. the team there and they're just the most incredible people ever, as you guys can attest to. And I, I trust them implicitly that they're doing what they say they're doing. And they're just, they love those kids and families so deeply yeah. and so genuinely. So, I've never seen anything else where people just like, they know everybody's names. They, and they, they have truly dedicated their lives to serving their people. And it just, mm-hmm. there's some of the, I, don't say this like casually. There's some of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. Every time I leave from being with them, whether it's in Ethiopia or when a couple of people came over and were able to be here in the States, I just leave a better person inspired. Like I've learned something from something they've said. So I love hearing that about them because they are, they're just, they're incredible. That whole, mm-hmm. that whole team out yeah. there. I love it. So after um, coming home, what stories do you both find yourself telling people? And it doesn't have to be just one. I want to hear the story. Um, I think for me, it's just the transformation in the girls. Um, Not only do they physically heal, grow and change their guard in their heart, you know, the, the guard goes down mm. and I was able to witness, um, the home had 13 girls when we first arrived. And then by the time I left, 17 girls had come into care and just to see the staff care for those new girls, the girls care for the new girls that were mm. brought in. It really, um, it shows the intentionality towards the healing and the wow. future that they are trying to develop in these girls. What did that and look like, like? I'd be so curious. Like, yeah, how did well, the girls react that were already there? And how did the staff care for the new girls coming in? Yeah, just a sense of welcoming mm-hmm. and a sense of protection and safety that I think that um, these girls haven't experienced. You know, all like I said, all the girls had had tremendous abuse in their past and they mm-hmm. fled and they were street children living 
on the streets. And um, the police would pick them up and take them to a government orphanage. And that is when the House of Hope was stepping in and um, creating healing. But when I was there, I learned that um, AGCI had started training the police officers in the trauma-informed care, and they were creating relationships with the police. And so it was amazing to see that these street children would be bypassed, they would bypass the orphanage and come straight into the House of Hope. And to me, that is life-changing in itself. Yes. To come right into um, a place of healing and protection. And but, it's um, really one they, less trauma exactly, in their life yeah, because the yeah. the government orphanage is it's not, not, not <laughs> a good place. I've been where they go, and it's um, one of the it's most shocking. awful places I've ever visited. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's nice to to know that the police and the government officials, yes. they're starting to become aware of trauma-informed care and what it means to step into the lives of these children and help them. So it was, it was amazing to see. Amazing. I love that. What about you, Camille? Um, I would say the stories I keep sharing, um, are just their smiles. They Mm -hmm. were so, I, I couldn't get over how knowing everything they've been through, but the fact that they're still smiling. And I think that's a testament to the AGCI staff and what they've done in such a short, relatively short amount of time. Um, another story I keep sharing because I don't want to sugarcoat anything by how smiley and fun they were is one day or the day when we were out playing outdoor games, somebody scored a point. And so we were all jumping and celebrating and hugging. Well, one of the girls, she was faced away from me and I went to hug her, put my arm around her, well, she really flinched and reacted mm. and, and I know that touch scared her, which yes. was an indication of what she'd been through. And then she turned to face me and then she saw my face and she, I kind of just, her body language just softened and she mm. like had a look of relief. And so then we hugged, but I keep holding on to that moment because I, it was just such an example of what they've been through because of her reaction. And so I've been sharing that story too, Mm because to me that spoke volumes because they're not there sharing their personal stories with us. And we're not asking, of course, Yes, but we know it's there. So that was one way we could see Mm -hmm. the level of trauma that they have experienced. And so that's when I keep kind of holding on um, because it's just an example of why the work is so important. And then wanting to share that with others. So it's the hope coupled with yes, the hard pain. The yeah. reality of what why they're there in the first place, mm-hmm. for sure. And the House of Hope is a place where, um, you know, these girls are getting that kind of care with the goal of being reunified with their families. And then their families are getting that TBRI training and therapy, really, too, because for them to go back home, their their family needs to understand what happened to them and how to care for them yeah. in those mm-hmm. moments where they have that kind of reaction, where they jump or where something is triggered because of what they've been through um, Mm -hmm. so that they can get proper care at home as well, which is what's so important and, and uh, why we've been so fortunate to that the girls are able to stay with their, 
with their families at this point for yeah. the, mm-hmm. at this point, you know, sometimes that might right. not always be the case, but, um, but yeah, that's well, I, well, I think, so Camille, much. Did they say, uh, 14 girls had been reunified to their families this year? Yes. We were there and, and mm-hmm. all of them have stayed in reunification, which yeah. that's pretty unheard of, I think too, but that just really is. is a testament to show that the family is getting that counseling and that, you know, the trauma informed care approach mm-hmm. too. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they have things to work through themselves. And, and mm-hmm. so it's so mm-hmm. important, but we've been so fortunate to see these girls going home and, and there isn't necessarily a timeline, um, you know, of like some girls have been able to go home sooner and some mm-hmm. are there a little bit longer, but it's just, mm-hmm in the meantime, such a beautiful, safe place for them to stay and get the care that they need. And I just love it so much. Um, So after visiting, um, do you feel like the House of Hope is going to be able to make a long-term difference in Ethiopia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Even just like I spoke about with the police officers, um, the government officials are starting to get word about what is taking place there. And truly, the girls are being transformed right before our eyes. I mean, it, it, it speaks volumes with the impact that will have on the country, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think that if House of Hope helps just one life of a child, then they've helped Ethiopia, which we know. Mm, I love Carrie that. Said, there were 14 mm. girls who've been reunified and there was a mural mm. of a tree, a painted mural on the wall. And when the girls leave to be, when they're, before they leave to be reunited with their families there, put their handprint on the tree, on the branches. And I love that as a visual because I just think it uh, shows the long-term difference that House of Hope will make in extending that hope and healing to the families, which will take root and grow. So I love the visual of the tree and, and the branches and how it will extend through Ethiopia. So I love that. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, obviously, which is why I do the work that I do, but it's just so um, powerful and impactful to me to hear you guys talking about it and seeing it firsthand. Um, it makes me all choked up. Yeah. Just even whenever we get like that picture of the little hand of them making their little handprint, I feel that same way, Camille, where it's like, just that one life right there is going to make such an impact on an entire country, on their family, on the legacy that they create as they get older and the healing that they've um, encountered there and will be able to bring with them their entire life. I just think, gosh, what a beautiful model mm-hmm. of, of what it's like to be loved by Jesus, too, that we all Absolutely. matter and that we're all important, but yeah, I love that. It's a living testimony for sure in the lives mm-hmm. of each of them. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, every time you guys share, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> crying. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Um, so I think most importantly, um, when are you guys planning on going again and how do I get an invite? <laughs> because I want to bring my daughter and she's not quite ready for the flight yet. She's like, I don't know. That sounds really long. I'm like, Oh, it is. (laughs) But, but yeah, 
are you, do you guys have any plans to ever go back with the girls or do you feel like that, that was kind of it for the time being? Well, I don't think they're going to give, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're going to give us a choice, right, Carrie? I don't right. think so. <laughs> We've been no. talking. They are, she's already going. She's like, can we go every year? Come on, mom. Yeah, I mean, get I it together, mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, next time, if they don't mind a younger girl coming with them, I mean, next year she'll be 11. So come on, it's pretty close. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. No, you're coming. Yes. You're okay, coming. good, good. We're yes. waiting you're, yeah, you're I'm coming. in. Well, I'm so, yes. I'm so like, I just, I love you too. I just, both of you are so incredible. Thank you for taking your girls back. Uh, it's so important, I think, as we can to um, get our kids home, that to their home where they were born yeah. and do whatever we can um, for that connection for them. And I so, first of all, just appreciate you guys doing that and taking that seriously. And um, also, I just think the world of both of you. I appreciate you sharing and coming on here. I know sometimes it can be nerve wracking and I just love hearing all the stories. So thank you guys both like seriously so much. Aww. Thanks for having us. Thank it was a you. Joy to share. Yeah. It was. It's our favorite topic. So it's yes. <laughs> Mine too. We can keep talking all day. <laughs> yes, yes. We might after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Marissa. Thanks for listening to Together by AGCI. That was Carrie Dawson and Camille Bendick sharing about their recent experience at the AGCI Tim Tebow Foundation House of Hope in Ethiopia. For more information on how to support the work we're doing at AGCI, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can visit our website at allgodschildren.org. If you like what you heard today, please share our podcast. You can also go on and rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on social media at All God's Children International. Thanks so much for listening.